Wisconsin lawmakers increased public school funding this year and next by $325 per pupil. But that isn't enough to pay the bills for school districts. Because of budget deficits, some districts are considering school closures. Others are turning to taxpayers for more money. WUWM education reporter Emily Files has more on the strained finances of public schools. Wauwatosa School District Superintendent Demond Means emailed parents a few weeks ago with a warning. Because of a budget shortfall, the district might have to close an elementary school in the future. I want to go on record. I don't want to close any school in Wauwatosa. I don't want that to happen. Means says closing a school is just one option a task force is considering as it tries to determine how the school district can stabilize its finances. Wauwatosa is facing a $9 million deficit next year. Means says it's the result of disinvestment by the state. It's been over a decade in which the legislature has clearly made a decision that they're not going to provide adequate Uh, funding to public education. That's the problem. School districts' per-pupil spending authority used to be tied to inflation, giving them reliable boosts each year. But since 2010, the Republican-controlled legislature has stopped providing inflationary increases. In 2021, lawmakers didn't increase per-pupil funding at all during a time of record inflation. That deepened the financial hole for districts. They're squeezing the local uh, school systems to a point where we are the ones who are forced to make the tough decisions. Mean says it's especially egregious now when Wisconsin has a record $7 billion surplus. Wauwatosa has formed a task force to explore cost-saving options. One option is to close Jefferson and or Washington Elementary School. Other districts have already closed schools or are considering it, including Racine, Green Bay, Beloit, Waukesha, West Allis, and Kenosha. The Cudahy School District recently closed its Parkview Elementary School and is in the process of merging its middle and high schools. Here's Superintendent Tina Owen-Moore. It's absolutely one of the hardest things I've had to do. You know, I, I, I went into the superintendency because I wanted to be able to make a difference for young people. And since I've come on board, we've had to make decisions that have been really tough. Like most Wisconsin districts, Cudahy's enrollment has declined. But Owen Moore says funding is the main reason for closing schools. Cudahy is projecting a $2 million deficit next year. Owen Moore is worried that even the savings from the school closures won't be enough. Like if we're doing all those changes and it's still not getting us where we need to be and we have to cut programming for kids, that's going to be devastating because people really took the chance on these moves. And so we have to rely on the state a little bit to come through for us because, you know, we're doing everything right. We're doing everything we're supposed to do. The only way school districts can raise funding beyond state-imposed limits is going to voter referendum to increase property taxes. Ann Chapman is research director with the Wisconsin Association of School Business Officials. We expect to see a lot of districts go to referendum next year. From what I've heard from almost every district I've talked to, um, there's, there's consideration, if not officially, they've announced it. What does this mean for students, 
If school districts aren't able to raise funds through referendums, they'll have to cut staff, programs, or close buildings. The cuts could lead to larger class sizes, fewer course options, and less money to recruit and retain teachers. Emily Files, 89.7 WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR.